This is an MPT magazine podcast. For more information, find us online at www.mptmagazine.com. Two mirrors, one of which magnifies. Fire Queen writes a letter. Run, people, cars. I think I know best what I find degrading. If I killed our children and drove with them round town, I'd find that degrading. If I did what I do to get by as a fashion statement, I'd find that degrading. The correct equation never threatens love. The correct equation in which faith can be substituted without any loss for longing. A language in which I could have been so painlessly saved which you were supposed to invent for me, but didn't. I'd find that degrading. I'm not enclosing hugs. I don't send kisses. I wage war on all fronts. Write back to me, ASAP. Dwa lusterka, w tym jedno powiększające. Królowa ogień pisze list. Uciekajcie, ludzie i samochody. Chyba sama wiem najlepiej, co jest dla mnie degradujące. Gdybym zabiła nasze dzieci, jeździła z nimi po mieście, to byłoby dla mnie degradujące. Gdybym to, co robię, by przeżyć, robiła dla urody, to byłoby dla mnie degradujące. Prawidłowe równanie nie zagraża miłości. Prawidłowe równanie, w którym wiarę da się bezstratnie zastąpić tęsknotą. Język, w którym mogłabym zostać tak bezboleśnie zbawiona, który miałeś mi wymyśleć, a nie wymyśliłeś. To by było dla mnie degradujące. Nie załączam buziaków, nie daję całusów. Toczę wojnę na wszystkich frontach. Odpisz mi jak najszybciej. There's a brilliant associative logic in all those poems, which must have been incredibly hard to translate, because as soon as the poem starts going in one direction, it changes direction, and yet it all holds together. How was that for you as a translator? Well, as I've said, it was very disconcerting at first, because I was getting lost, and it was quite hard to know the, the register of what she was saying. Was she being witty? Was she being clever? Was she being desperate? And in the end, I, it, she, it's all there. You know, there, there are these flashes of desperation, I think, there. Um, I think it's a, well, I think it's a poem uh, about compromise. I think it's a poem about how women are seen. And I think the title, Two Mirrors, you know, says that very much. It's, it's how women are seen, but also how women see themselves. It's a very, to me, it's a poem very much written from the inside of a woman's experience. And there's a lot of anger in it, and there's also sadness in it, and humour as well. So it's all there. It ends on quite an almost pleading note. Yes. Well, there's a sort of defiance, but there's also a, a, a loneliness as well, and, and a, a, a wanting to connect, but also... There's a mistrust, I think through all her poems, there's a mistrust of connection and a mistrust of the compromises that you make within a relationship. And 
I think particularly as a woman but as a human being as well. One thing that's really striking about Bargielska's poetry is the, the, the really fantastic kind of colour of the titles, which is so, they're so extraordinary. Um, could you talk a little bit about those and how they relate to the poems? They're really, really something special, aren't they? They're festivals of titles, some of them. They're certainly not titles where, you know, it does what it says on the tin. I mean, they always add an extra element and a kind of there's a flight of fancy. I think I think you're right about that. This one was particularly tricky because in Polish, the two mirrors, uh, the Polish uses a diminutive, so you've got two little mirrors. In English, that's immediately problematic because if you use the word little, you, you have to be careful, you, you have to be quite sparing, otherwise it sounds cute and sweet and Bargielska is, is not sweet or cute. That's the last thing she is. So in the end, I just dis I called them two mirrors rather than two little mirrors. But part of me misses that little, that, that diminutive, uh, which I think in Polish makes it even more bitter, bittersweet, if, if mm. you like. Um, and some of her titles, um, some of them are quite long, and the poem is quite short and spare. Um, some of them are quite mysterious, um, and some of them uh, contain neologisms which were a complete nightmare to translate. So, yeah, she... Can you give an example of one of Well, those? that was um, avanturistica, which is a word she's basically made up. Um, and what does it mean in Polish, or what, does it, what roots does it have in Polish? Well, she combines the word for tourism with the word, uh, like turistica, with the word aventura, and aventura is a row or a quarrel, an argument. Um, and there isn't, and, and also it sounds right because yeah, the yeah. two words join together in Polish, so she's made up this word. You can't do that in English. You, you, you can't say quarrelism or quarrel tourism. So I called it tantrum tours. And I used the alliteration to make it, because I wanted to make it punchy, because avanturistica is very punchy. And, uh, you know, you, you immediately sit up when you see it. <laughs>